0: It's Comics Now! Dedicate one to the ladies. Summertime your babe, needs something to keep you cool. Ah, oh, now, summertime zip babe, needs something to keep you cool. Hello ha comic book fans welcome to the sunspots comics podcast issue number 170 where i do a whole lot of strong recommending but only lightly reviewing of the best of the new comic books that just came out this last wednesday new comic book day august 15th and this particular podcast does whatever a spider can thwip i am your friendly neighborhood host chris latori i really hope that you and your loved ones are all happy and healthy that's very important Thank you so much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I know you have a lot of podcast options out there, so sincerely, thank you for tuning in and listening. Please hit the subscribe button to our Sunspots Comics Podcast and check us out on all of our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed. And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube at Sunspots Comics. Now, first off, some thank yous. I first wanted to thank our sponsor, PopUpTee at PopUpTee.com. If you love a super giant selection of nerdy t-shirts, then you are going to love, love, love PopUpTee.com. Go over to PopUpTee.com and use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you will get 25% off of any shirt order, even the clearance shirts. So thank you to PopUpTee.com. Also, thank you to my friend Nick Papa George for making our Sunspots Comics theme song. Please, he is a solo singer and a lead singer and guitarist of his band called Solution. You gotta check him out. Uh, go to facebook.com slash popdees, and for his band, go to facebook.com slash reggae. If you love reggae and rock and ska and want to stick them all in a bowl for some just to get this feel-good music you're gonna love solution and nick papa george's music so thank you for doing our theme song nick i really appreciate it now let's leap right into the sunspots comics podcast issue number 170 starting out with some stuff that's been a floating around up inside my weird nerd brain the first nugget of nerd lodged deep inside of my nerdy frontal lobes is a new Star Wars animated series called Resistance. They just announced it uh it actually launches October 7th on the Disney XD channel and Resistance takes place between The Return of the Jedi episode 6 and The Force Awakens episode 7. It's being called the successor of the Star Wars Rebels series which I absolutely love by the way. I'm actually wrapping up the 3rd season And getting ready to start the fourth season, the fourth and final season of Rebels, which I can't wait to watch. It's been fantastic. It's been an absolute delight and surprise, Star Wars Rebels has been. So uh, some big shoes to fill for the new animated series, in my opinion, Star Wars Resistance, coming this October, October 7th. It it has a little more polished CGI look compared to Rebels, but the coloring is brighter and a little cartoony-ish. So uh, I, I just love everything about Rebels, but we'll see how that kind of look and feel does, but it definitely has a newer, updated CG look and feel to it. It's mostly all an all-new cast of characters, maybe except for Poe Dameron and BB-8, and they were pretty much the only recognizable characters. It's just all kind of new cast in Star Wars Resistance, although I read that General Leia will be appearing at some point. Didn't really say exactly when. So I really hope the force is strong with this one (laughs) and that it's as fun as much fun and action packed as the the teaser trailer shows. It definitely has some humor written in there. So I can't wait to look at it and see what this is all about. Uh, So watch for it. I think it's going to be a blast. Uh, Check it out October 7th on the Disney channel. That's Star Wars Resistance, brand new animated series. I really super hope it's fantastic another nerdy thing that's lodged way up inside my nerdy brain real good is that the marvel cu the marvel cinematic universe they announced for its 10th anniversary celebration that you can experience all 20 films from the marvel cinematic universe back in theaters and only in imax theaters by the way uh, from this august 30th to september 6th so man 20 films also 3 of them Have never been shown in IMAX I guess so for the first time they will be in IMAX That's Incredible Hulk uh, The one with Ed Norton Iron Man 1 and Captain America 1 The first Avenger So 8 days to see 20 movies All in IMAX Hmm, I gotta do some math there Uh, So if you want to see them all um, You're really going to need the eye of Agamotto You're going to need the the infinity time stone There's not enough time to see all 20 films In 8 days I don't think uh, plus, there's usually only one IMAX screen per theater, so you're going to have to like go to multiple theaters, etc., and sometimes some of the theaters don't even have IMAX screens, so it's going to be a little tricky. AMC, I just looked it up, is offering some of the viewings of these 20 movies, all in IMAX, for 8 bucks. and I thought, okay, maybe it's just an early bird special kind of thing, but no, some of these run into the evening and they're still $8, so that's great, because normally to go see an IMAX film, it's like $49, I think. <laughs> it feels like that. $149, possibly. But anyway, Um I think it's a cool event. I think it's going to be fun. I think that all the hardcore Marvel Cinematic Universe fans are going to come out uh, and watch these uh, movies in droves like me. So August 30th to September 6th, go see a, s- some however many you can squeeze in of the 20 mcu movies on imax screens and celebrate the 10 years of marvel comic book movies happy anniversary congratulations marvel but that's going to be a cool event i think it's going to be something we're going to see uh the nerdverse of social media just explode in that uh eight days but very very cool coming up very soon is the marvel CU mcu's 10th anniversary 20 movies in imax go see them And the last thing that's been bouncing around up inside of my nerd brain is that i'm actually creating my very own comic book called zombie destroyers and it has truly been a dream come true i've wanted to make my own comic book my way since i was a kid i created zombie destroyers and i'm going to be doing the writing and the lettering please follow the zombie destroyers team we have artist on issue number one jordan hudson he's at skablad and Juan Mora, who does Zombie Destroyers art from issue number two at Young Minded Giant, and our colorist Caroline Nalasco at Carol N Art. Please check them all out on the social media. Thank you to all of the Zombie Destroyers team for really to just helping me make my making a comic book dream become a reality. So thank you very much to all the Zombie Destroyers team. Please check out their social media, and if you want to see what my comic book looks like, that's called Zombie Destroyers. Just Simple, go over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. I just loaded up three colored pages. There aren't isn't any lettering on it yet, but they're gorgeously colored from Caroline in Alaska with art by Jordan Hudson. So please check it out over on SunspotsComics.com, click on Zombie Destroyers to get a little taste of what my comic book looks like. Now for a quick mention of our segment called Spotlighting. I am going to have a very special guest on a future podcast. It's comic book artist Michael Lark. I absolutely love his very super realistic, gritty art style. He's drawn Spider-Man, Daredevil, Batman, just to name a few. Since 2013, he is the artist on Lazarus from Image Comics, written by the amazing Greg Rucka, by the way. Fantastic team. And uh, Lazarus has been a Sunspots Comics top pick of the week, by the way. A uh, few times, So I might add. So I am super excited to get Michael Lark on a future Sunspots Comics podcast. So stay tuned for Michael Lark of Lazarus coming to a Sunspots Comics podcast very, very soon. I can't wait. And thank you again to Kelly at Zeus Comics in Dallas, Texas for getting me and and Michael Lark together. Getting the two of us together. So thank you, Kelly. If you're in the Dallas, Texas area, go and stop by Zeus Comics. Also, check out Sunspots Comics issue number 159. I interviewed comic book creator Nandini Bapat. She created this lovely, heartwarming comic book about her grandfather's life. It's called Aja, spelled A-J-A. Please check that out on the Sunspots Comics podcast, number 159. And another spotlighting interview I wanted to just note real quick that I'm very proud of is the interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. It's also on the podcast feed. He is an artist of a comic book that I loved called Vinegar Teeth. All four issues are out now. It was from Dark Horse Comics. His art is beautifully weird, twisted, and odd, and I love it. Troy Nixie's art is fantastic. you got to go look at it. He also directed a movie called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. It was actually written by Guillermo del Toro, so that was really good, too, as well. I'm not a big horror fan, but I love this because it kind of feels like it fits in the Hellboy-Magnola-verse kind of thing. But we talk about Troy Nixie's movie and other stuff. Please check it out on our podcast feed. I'm very proud of it. And overall, there's a bunch of spotlighting interviews with some great guests, comic book people that are on the podcast feed because we want to help support the struggling comic book creator. So if you work in comic books or you're just trying to break into comic books like me and would like to have a conversation right here in a future podcast on our spotlighting segment, just send me a message. Maybe send me a review copy of your work to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Of course, message me on all of the social media at sunspotscomics. So now, on to the main course, the centerpiece, the prime cut, the sweet spot, the meat and potatoes of the Sunspots Comics Podcast, which is my comic book recommendations, where I share with you my favorite of the picks of the brand new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, new comic book day, August 15th. And of course, just in case, super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert, but really don't worry, I really just want to inspire you to buy these comics, so I really do not spoil them. I never discuss the last few pages, and I only discuss some of the interesting points that makes up a comic book. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. And to see everything that I'm reading encapsulated in one fun place, with all my favorite picks of the week since May of 2015, just go over to sunspotscomics.com, click on poll List, and you'll see that I just updated my poll list Uh, It is currently at 116 comic book titles that I am currently reading. Yeah, it's a lot, because I love them. Also, click on Top Comic Books of the Week to see all of the past top comic book picks. There's some amazing stuff there. But I update uh, sunspotscomics.com every single week. I'm super proud of it. Please check it out from time to time when you get a chance. It's sunspotscomics.com. Now, let me introduce this week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Every week, I pick what I believe to be the best comic book art of the week. It's just what made my eyeballs the happiest. So put your eyeballs on these immediately. So here we go. This week's artist winner is Martin Morazzo for Ice Cream Man issue number six from Image Comics. Please follow him at Martin Morazzo on everything. He is really in the zone in this issue. Martin Morazzo has this super clean, very defined line kind of style. It's just so very precise. It's the best way to describe it. It's a lovely, simple style, but but really it's in the eyes that you see the complexity and this realism in the eyes. I love how Martin Morazzo oversizes the eyes a bit so you can really kind of see all of his amazing detail in there. Uh, Mr. Morazzo, lovely, fantastic stuff. And let me tell you, he had to draw the gambit of emotions, all of them, from love, to evil, to sadness, to anguish. Just every emotion you can think of was just done superbly well. So thank you, Martin Morazzo. You are the artist winner of the week for Ice Cream Man, issue number six from Image Comics. Thank you, Martin. Man, it's glorious stuff. And this week's cover artist winner of the week is Michael Gados for Pearl, issue number one, from the DC Comics imprint called Jinx World. It's kind of in that vertigo sense of things. Uh, please follow him at Gaydos, G-A-Y-D-O-S, Michael. He did this really, really interesting looking cover of our main character, Pearl. She's kind of craning her neck out of the frame. So you kind of see her lips at the very, very top of the page. Uh, down her neck, you see this like amazing Japanese symbol, a couple of symbols. And this tattoo art where at the ends of all these sort of flower-like branches, it all turns into gun barrels. So it's just this very cool insanely interesting looking sort of very artistic style symmetry too is just off the hook what i think i love most about it is that is the textured scratchy kind of neon greenish blue coloring you've got to look at it it's just stunning but go check it out thank you to michael gatos you are the cover artist winner of the week glorious stuff go check out pearl issue number one's cover it's phenomenal and the breakdown I actually read 14 comics this week Man, it was a great, solid week of comics I read them so quickly I think that's a testament to how great the comics are Is when you just read them really fast I mean, not always Because sometimes they can maybe just lack substance But not this week They were fantastic And of the 14 comic books that I read Only 5 of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list That's right It is super tough to make the top comic book pick list, folks It's gotta be great And 3 new number 1s And actually, of the three new number ones that I read, two of them made it to the great pick list, which is fantastic. It's not easy to be a brand new number one and make it to the great pick list here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. So listen especially close to those two new number ones, which I will tell you what they are in the countdown in just one second. So here are my top comic book recommendations. This is the great ones list of the best of the new comic books that just came out, the fresh stuff, the brand new stuff. Just came out this last Wednesday, new comic book day, August 15th. I really strongly recommend you buy all five of these comic books at your local comic book shop today. Please support your local comic book store. So here we go. There were five great comic books this week that I recommend. Here we go. Coming in at number five is Volition. This is from Aftershock Comics, written by Ryan Parrott and art by Omar Francia. And it's just, this is the, the first of the two number ones that made our top pick list of the week. So pay special attention to this. I would definitely jump in right now. But I love Volition's premise. So what if robots became aware with artificial intelligence, but instead of creating a robot human war, which we've seen a lot, the robots learn to integrate with humans and integrate with human society and they're even actually granted citizenship with full equal equal rights. It wasn't an easy road. They give you a breakdown of how that came to be. But I love when science fiction stories actually paint a bright possible future. <laughs> yes, 99.9% of them are bleak, and which is fine. They can be fun and interesting, and I love a ton of it. But it's just nice when every now and then you get uh, stories of fiction that paint a brighter possible scientific futuristic future. I like that. And I love, love, love the opening, very heartwarming sequence of a robot couple that decide to have a child and showing this lovely wide shot of this futuristic world that they live in. So it really sets the stage right off the bat with this heartwarming birth awareness of a a robot, this couple that decides to have a robot child. And we get a really well-laid-out flashback sequence of how this tumultuous world got to the point that it's at. I loved it. It was so well done, so perfectly linear. It all made sense. I appreciate that. A lot of comics nowadays, they just don't take that time to really explain things. I think it needs to be done to really set the stage. So hats off to creator and writer Ryan Parrott. Way to go. Uh, This reminds me, by the way... Uh, Volition does, of the animated film Called Robots, which I love It's just a great time, and it has a unique kind of look To it, Uh, but in Volition here They kind of, uh, this new virus Emerge, it's called Rust And some of the bots Have to steal upgraded parts To to kind of avoid being obsolete Or decommissioned, and I really dig that premise Um, But the story itself The gist, if you will, is centered around Them finding the Human robot creator who has been missing for a very long time? So why is she important? Why do they need to find her? We don't know yet. I kind of, I like that little, that little, uh, that little strain there. It's not quite just telling you yet. So they're pacing it well. Uh, oh, and you get some fantastic bonus content at the very end and and a huge cliffhanger by the way (laughs) huge cliffhanger so way to lead you into volition issue number two ryan Parrott. great job and some very clean very digital very transformer looking art from omar francia very very much realistic set with some fantastic attention to light and detail it's very very polished very very shiny very very good looking omar francia art phenomenal so volition from aftershock comics check it out that's a brand new number one right there And coming in at number four is Pearl, issue number one. This is again from the DC imprint called Jinx World. This is written by Brian Michael Bendis. Yes, the man that just left Marvel after 17 years to begin his adventure with DC Comics. And this is art by the fantastic, amazing, very uh, art-centric style artist Michael Gaydos. So, yeah, Art Central doesn't really do it justice. He's really just kind of a painter. And it looks just so gorgeous and like nothing you've ever seen. He's been in the business forever. I love Michael Gatos' art. But uh, this is the second, new number one, by the way. The second of two of the new number ones that made it to the countdown this week. And this is our cover artist winner of the week. Gorgeous, gorgeous Michael Gatos' art. Uh, But I love this. This has an interesting premise. It's set in this kind of underground tattoo world of the Yakuza. And the opening sequence is really kind of nice and intimate, very intimate setting where we meet our main character, Pearl. Uh, We quickly see that Pearl is not what she seems to be. There's a lot more to her. It's a complex character for what they quickly lay out here that I don't want to spell out for you. Um, There's this kind of romantic meeting between Pearl and this guy named Rick that's potentially a Yakuza member, maybe? Maybe. And it all just turns horribly violent. What starts out as innocent just goes all wrong in all kinds of ways. Some great violence laid out here in this multiple panel setting, by the way, from Michael Gatos. It's just gorgeous. Very realistic, but yet kind of very... It's just a, a workshop of color. It's just gorgeous. You have to see it. Uh, there's this, also this heartwarming but also kind of awkward flashback of Pearl and her father. But it also it, it very does a, a really good job making you kind of understand and defines... Where the character Pearl's motivation is coming from. That's all I'm going to tell you. But it's just some great character development. Mike, Brian Michael Bendis, come on. He he is a master writer. He's done it forever. Uh, I love the uncomfortable meeting with uh, Pearl's Yakuza boss. So she tattoos her boss. And he kind of finds out about this violent meeting between her and Rick. And who it looks like is in a different faction of, of the Yakuza. And believes that war is imminent. So he's kind of taking her employment to the next level. When he sort of realizes what happened in this violent outbreak with Pearl. And that she definitely has displayed uh, she's a lot more than just a kind of innocent, naive tattoo artist. But the Yakuza boss is saying, sorry, you're not going underwear anywhere. I've got you under my thumb now. And so you're mine. But, um, man. Oh, and we get some really, a really great bonus feature at the very back. Brian Michael Bendis gives us this Batman piece that he wrote years ago called Citizen Wayne. And uh, Bendis explains that it's the only DC work that he ever did, well, prior you know, to now. Uh, but check that out. It's really good. It's also art by Michael Gatos. And you get to definitely see the sort of development, where they've come from so many years ago to now. It's kind of a neat little contrast. I, I really enjoyed it. Very dark, noir, kind of black and white uh, Batman mini-sequence called uh, Citizen Wayne. You gotta check it out. It's a great little bonus. I'm a sucker for bonus stuff in the back of comics, but I really enjoyed this overall. I, I gotta see how this sweet, naive Pearl will handle this extremely dangerous underground tattoo world of Japanese organized crime. So, interesting stuff. Go get it. That's the second of the new number ones that just came out, our number four comic book of the week. So now onto the top three of the great pick list. Here we go. The big three coming in at number three is magic the order issue number three from image comics and partnered with netflix this is written by mark millar and gorgeous realistic stunning art definitely a artist contender contender winner of the week here in olivier or oliver Coipel. just gorgeous gorgeous stuff phenomenal art lovely coloring as well just absolutely gorgeous coloring realistic all very set in the real nothing's too mind bendy in this or artistically done it's just what you'd expect in a hardcore gritty uh the controversial comic i would say it oh, even the cover very controversial r rated cover here and this is a quick gist is a hard r harry potter series that's kind of the best way to describe it mixed in with some Maybe some Romeo and Juliet and some sort of the Montague and Capul- Capulet stuff, or even kind of the like a warring family uh, that is all kind of mixed in there. But this, uh, the violence in the Magic Order is extremely brutal and over the top. This is hard R, not for the faint of heart, uh, not for the kids. Put it away while the kids are around. Um, but if you love that, then you're going to love Magic. Uh, the order, it's, it's the order. It's intense. But uh, the opening sequence of this is just bananas. Uh, <laughs> this evil sorcerer is, is, is harnessing the sexual energies from a homeless couple that are having sex out in a disgusting alley. Uh, that's something a little different. <laughs> also, by the way, there's a lot of torture mixed into this. Those scenes of torture are intense. It's like Mark Millar is kind of harnessing uh, the TV show 24. That just came into my head right now as something that I remember uh does very brutal uh torture scenes but anyway mark millar does not hold back in any of and anything about this uh this is really about like i said the good wizards the the moonstone family versus the evil wizards of the lady albany group and they just look like kind of a like an SM group of leathery clad wearing crazy people (laughs) but these two families really hate each other and we really don't know why yet And I like that little mystery that's just sprinkled in every so often. I can't wait to see how that unfolds as to why the Moonstones and Albanese hate each other. But the main focus is kind of, well, there's multiple focuses here. But one of the focuses is Gabriel Moonstone. He's like, he's a very reluctant wizard. He doesn't want to join the family war. He actually turned his back on the Moonstone family and magic after an extremely heartbreaking, tragic accident with his daughter. Oh, man. And it's heavy, but uh, there is a, I'll just say it, this isn't too spoilery, a major death of a main character in this, I won't say who it is, but I I actually love how I think it's, we're going to see some of the ramifications of this death very soon, and how it could very well turn the tide of this war of wizards, Uh, so I love that, it's just got this amazing realistic arc, this brutal tale of magic, oh, and cliffhanger city, folks, so go get this magic the order i it's i can't recommend it enough issue number one and two have been a top pick of the week so it's uh it's a three-peat here folks but anyway get magic the order all of it it's only on issue number three you can jump in and get caught up very quickly and coming in at number two is batman issue number 53 this is from dc comics this is written by tom king and this is glorious wonderful art from lee weeks i mean solid amazing art this is a multiple pick of the week multiple artist winner of the week and multiple cover artist winner of the week at least six times (laughs) so man especially this sequence of batman which has been the last three issues i believe 51 52 and 53 have been phenomenal i think uh, eisner worthy i'll say it now um but uh go get it this goes deep into the metaphorical, into the spiritual, uh, and heavy into the mind of Bruce Wayne and how he's actually struggling with how Catwoman left him at the altar. Ultimately, sorry if you haven't—that's uh, a little spoilery there—and what it means to really be Batman. Because Batman is hurt; he is—he is emotionally damaged here. I also love that that Batman has come to kind of a revelation in this. I won't say what it is uh, ish. It's just—it's really about how being batman didn't help him is uh, with the with catwoman dumping him when he really needed batman to save bruce wayne and he got nothing from it he was really kind of depending on batman to be something that brought him out of this funk of being dumped so <laughs> but in the story bruce has one more juror who, who he has to convince because like it's very tw- you know 12 Angry Men style of comic in the uh, in this juror conversation that's going on, but sprinkled in with some lovely Batman action scenes of just him versus all of his classic foes. Uh, so gorgeously drawn by Lee Weeks, by the way. And gorgeous coloring by Elizabeth Breitweiser, who's the one of the best in the business. You've got to see this. It is a lovely, lovely piece of art that is Batman issue 53. Um, but anyway, uh, Bruce has one more juror to convict, and he has to sort of... And kind of make sure they all have a reasonable doubt, so that he can help uh, give Freeze the not guilty verdict of of uh, allegedly killing three women. That their brain temperatures sort of went down and uh, and and cooled to a point of killing them. So they didn't really have any hard uh, sort of evidence. But ultimately, Batman potentially made an error here. So he wanted to give them all a reasonable uh, doubt. ...to get a not guilty verdict for Freeze, which is all just very ironic in itself. He's just going to be out there fighting him in a week when he escapes. But anyway, um, this juror is a unique challenge for for Bruce Wayne in that she's a devout Christian, uh, but at the same time also believes she's also kind of a Batman worshiper and believes kind of Batman is a god... So Bruce Wayne who actually did his homework and knows the Bible here and references the book of Job uh has to convince her and the rest of the jury that Batman does not deserve that kind of godlike praise. So it's an interesting conversation that's really happening here. Um and ultimately that he's just a man, you know, and that they can't they can't think of him as this deity. They have to humanize him. So this is just heavy stuff. I loved everything about this short series and it just has a very satisfying ending. Um which I won't tell you about, but it it, he, it was already kind of leaked all over the internet that Batman returns to his old suit, but more importantly, he returns to, or comes to this sort of new lease on life as the Dark Knight, so yeah, it's all that, folks, go get Batman issue 53, pick up this this series that's Dark Knight No More, I believe is what they call it, uh, anyway, it's, you know, it's the, it's, no, it's called Cold Days, part three of three, Cold Days, so batman 53 get it it was i believe last uh, two weeks ago the number one uh, pick of the week it's that good that's right but here we go now the number one pick of the week the one that beat them all the great one the champion the top dog the supreme leader the big kahuna the infinity gauntlet the numero uno <laughs> the number one comic book pick of the week is ice cream man issue number six that's right this is uh written by uh, w maxwell prince and art by martin Morazzo, who is our artist winner of the week gorgeous glorious art um but ice cream man issue number six might be the most disturbing comic book i have ever read in my life (laughs) but at the same time it's a very interesting read and and uh, top th- in a week where Batman Fifty Three was uh, just a strong contender. I, it's almost like these two are tied, but but anyway, um, this is just brutally heartbreaking. Ice Cream Man issue number six. Uh, so many emotions you are going to go through as you read this. This is why it's definitely top pick of the week. There's just there's ups and downs and highs and lows. It's just it's an emotional roller coaster. Uh, the cover is the creepiest cover you'll ever see in your life. It's the Ice Cream Man holding our main character out as if he was made of paper and like he was going to hang him up uh, like uh, in, a, in a birthday party or something. Like streamers? It's it's really hard to describe. You gotta look at it, but it's so creepy. Yikes, it's just terrifying. But the concept of Ice Cream Man issue number six adds to the emotional roller coaster that you're gonna experience here. Our main character... Who actually isn't named, but I'll just call him Todd. <laughs> um, gets a triple scoop from our muse of mayhem, the Ice Cream Man. And this magical triple scoop splits Todd's life into three different stories. Maybe three different dimensions, I don't know, or, or clones him uh, with this magical weird cone. But I uh, take your pick. <laughs> so all three stories are told at the same time. They're intermingled with each other and we really see the passage of time during this. And by the way, the five previous basically standalone issues of Ice Cream Man usually all ended end up twistedly bad. <laughs> it's just the way Ice Cream Man goes. Anyway, one life he bumps into a woman and they have romance and a baby. And some horrible tragedy. A heartbreaking, horrible tragedy. It really affected me. Uh, The second life, he finds an injured stray dog. Adorable kind of puppy that has a hurt leg. And has the warmest, sweetest life you could imagine with a canine companion. It's just pure happiness. So yeah, you go from horrific tragedy to amazing, warmest, sweetest happiness. And the third life is a horror movie. It's just... It is... Some of the most frightening imagery I've seen that uh, I can't get out of my head. Yeah, it's like that. Um, But in the third horror movie, Life, spinoff, Dimension, the ice cream cone is infected and it's just infested. Uh, I'll say there's torture involved and there's a horrifying monster involved. It looks kind of like a bird. It's creepy looking, iconic, perfect for a horror movie. I, I can just see it in my mind right now. But I don't want to. <laughs> um, but this affected me in a number of kind of personal ways. But it really kept me thinking about Ice Cream Man long after I read it. It just, it kind of resonated. It stayed in there. Because of, I think, these emotional peaks and valleys. It's, uh, it's, it's something you won't forget. I strongly recommend you get Ice Cream Man issue number six. Our, definitely our number one pick of comic book top pick of the week. It's just uh compelling you have to have to check out ice cream man it's it's phenomenal by the way it's uh image comics again and uh i just i love it but there you go that is the sunspots comics podcast issue number 170 i hope you enjoyed it let me lock the vault door so there you go those are my new comic book recommendations this week for new comic book day august 15th please go to your local comic book shop that's nearby where you live and buy these comic books immediately Tell them that Chris from the Sunspots Comics podcast, the guy that works at Aftershock Comics, sent you to them. If you have any questions, comments, or you want your own personal comic book recommendation, email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com. I would love your feedback. Give me some, please. Would you like some free comic books? From time to time, as a thank you to the listener, I give away free comic book codes in Sunspots Comics podcasts. And there are still some unclaimed Marvel digital comic book codes available. Just listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts on our feed. Grab the Marvel digital code that I usually read off during, kind of right at the sort of beginning of each podcast. Then go to marvel.com slash redeem to punch in the code and see if you won a free comic book. It's that easy, so good luck. And please sign up for our email newsletter. It's sunspotscomics.com slash contact. Oh, and go over to cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian makes these sweet augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. You just use this HP reveal app and your smartphone to make the cryptid zoo t-shirts come to life. It's crazy cool. You got to see it. Use the promotional code sunspotscomics and you'll get 25% off of your order. That's right. Go over to cryptidzoo.com and use that promotional code sunspotscomics and you'll get 25% off. And please tune in next week for issue 171 of the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I will be reading a list uh, coming out on Wednesday. 15 new comics for August 22nd with three new number ones that are coming out. I really hope that they are all great so I can recommend them to you on next week's Sunspots Comics Podcast. And please help us. Give us a little back here to the Sunspots Comic Podcast. Go to iTunes. Give us some positive words and a five-star review. As a thank you, I'll even read your review on a future podcast. I'll give you a shout-out personally, and I'll even mail you this fun comic book prize pack delivered right to your door as a personal thank you. Just a little something with some toys, some freebies. I will mail to you for giving me a positive review. I know it takes some time and it takes some effort, so I am appreciative of that, and I'll send you a little something. And please subscribe, listen in, and tell someone that you listened to the Sunspots Comics podcast. I would really appreciate you spreading the word so thank you so much for listening i hope you really enjoyed it again thank you there's a lot of podcast options out there and it really means a lot to me that you chose sunspots comics so thank you and go spend some quality time with the ones you love by reading comic books together try it it's an amazing thing keep it nerdy and be like water my friends until next week later i'm your ice cream mate stop it when i passing by my sweet man, stop you when I'm passing by They say all my flavors can't satisfy If you're looking for a place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the heroes sing, Comics now